again, another episode of the Motivation Magnet. Today is Thursday, October 22nd, and we are freaking rolling through this week, you guys. We are going to make it to the weekend, and it's going to be awesome. I don't know what you guys have planned for the weekend. I'll be honest, I have a quiet weekend plan, and I'm looking forward to that. I'm just like sitting around the house, relaxing, taking that moment to myself. It's going to be a big self-care type of weekend, and I challenge you guys to do the same. Like I said before last week, do something for yourself this week. Do something that makes you feel good. Okay, we're going to talk about that more after. But today, we have on an awesome guest. We had The Bachelorette on Tuesday night. And now we have more Bachelor Nation with us now. Gabe Baker from Listen to Your Heart. This interview is awesome. He is an incredible man of character. And I am super, super, super excited for you guys to listen to this. So, Gabe Baker, here we go. Here we go, you guys. Today we welcome on a very special guest. I've been looking forward to this one. You guys know I love The Bachelor, Bachelorette, everything Bachelor. So we had to get some listen to your heart on here as well. We have on Gabe Baker. Gabe, what's up, man? How are you? Alex, I'm doing well, man. Thanks for your patience with let, making this come together, too. Oh, no, to... dude. No <laughs> worries. <laughs> That's awesome. No, like I, I aim to please, right? I want to make every single person happy. That's why yeah, we have this yeah. podcast, right? So somebody can listen and be happy. And I want you to be happy too. Sick. Yeah, I'm That's happy awesome. to be here, man. Awesome. Thank you. So let me start off with what's your story, right? Like how did you get to playing D1 college football, uh, get from playing D1 college football to Bachelor Nation? Like how did it start? Give me yeah. everything. Yeah. All right. Love the question. Um. So I grew up in Texas, born and raised. I was born in Dallas, grew up in San Antonio, uh, spent yeah my childhood in San Antonio. I had a just real tight-knit, real tight-knit family, uh, incredible two loving parents. Uh, I'm the youngest of three siblings, so okay. I have an older brother and eldest sister, and we, yeah, we did everything together. My parents were in the full-time Christian mission, uh, in the full-time Christian ministry. Uh, awesome. I'll, about all, all up until uh, my middle school years is when they got out of full-time uh, ministry. And so that that really shaped kind of my growing up environment in terms of just, yeah, this is the kind of, just the kind of household we had, uh, the super loving, super, uh, uh, just kind of a shared responsibility we had amongst one another. Uh, right. My parents were extremely supportive of us just being kids, but also doing our best with whatever we put, we, we got plugged into we got involved in and uh people are always intrigued at like just kind of my journey and doing different things and one of the things that i always tell people that allowed me to just venture into that and have kind of that um just that uh uh what's the word the appetite for just a lot of different interests and things was had a lot to do with my parents and so they're okay, very that's awesome in, in a lot of different ways and so they allowed us to explore our curiosities right um in a very in a very intentional way and so yeah i play a lot of sports growing up my my parents are both athletic my dad was, ran for professional track and uh and so my mom's a swimmer and played tennis and so they're both active there and both very musical as well so we their activity inspired my activity and my siblings. Activity. You got the best of both worlds, though. I really like, did. That's yeah. the ultimate goal of like, I see, I feel like if you're like cool guy, you either like are, you can play the guitar or you're <laughs> like the captain of the football team. And damn, dude, you got it both. Thanks, man. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, it's it's a blessing of an environment. And so, yeah, so I, I played a lot of sports growing up. I picked picked up the cello in the fourth grade. 
and was able to play that all through grade school, all the way through high school. And so, again, I'm in this really, really interesting uh, niche of a pocket of of doing well athletically and playing sports there, and then also on the fine art side, on the right. creative end of of playing in orchestras, playing in these string ensembles and different things, and having That's these, so cool. these, these interesting best of both worlds. And so that really made me me, you know, right. and I really loved that. And yeah, I feel like a lot of people have, you know, everyone has different experiences going through middle school and high school, but I, I definitely look back on them pretty fondly, which I'm really grateful to say. Right. Um, and it all had to do with, I think, just the community of people I was, I was in. Um, uh, very diverse racially, ethnically, and uh, very diverse in just the kind of things I was doing and the people I was around. And so okay. that really set me up to go to college. And so I'm leading up to where I was. I, I, I graduated high school in 2010. And then I went to Rice University, which is in Houston. Uh, I had a number of kind of D1 offers football-wise. Give me some schools. Really Give me some schools. It, it came down in between Texas A&M and Rice, actually. And so okay, that's pretty was, freaking cool. Uh, yeah, I was interested in a couple others like Notre Dame and TCU and, and Baylor and Holy and shit, and Tulsa. But main, mainly those two offers came to, to the top. And so I was um, – I got a lot of good advice. And basically, you know, Rice was a very unique – academic and high-priced academic environment yeah. and it wasn't too far from home and I also knew people uh, that were a part of a local church there that I knew would help me get plugged into the city and relationships um, as smooth as possible so it was kind of things that really just like this is a good fit for me kind of I'm you know. I, can I interrupt you real quick yeah that is the coolest thing I think I've ever like I've had a couple of like college football players on here and mm -hmm. for you to say like I had a couple like people at church like a local church yeah. That makes me so happy. Like hearing that, I think that's awesome. Cool, I really man. do. Thanks. Cool. Man, so I keep going. That. So keep going. Yeah. Well, I think, thank you for saying that. Again, it was, uh, I think I couldn't have gone wrong. Both universities are awesome. Um, I think for me, yeah, I just knew that, you know, football would only last for so long. Right. So I was, I was preparing myself to, to, for life beyond it. And I was like, okay, what, you know, what environments would offer me the, the kind of the best opportunities, best, best of both worlds kind of things. And um, I also knew like, like I had aspirations to play professionally and I was like, yeah, if I'm good enough, you know, you'll, find noticed, you. you'll get noticed yeah. anywhere. You know, you, right. play, you could play, you know, D1AA or D3 ball and you could be the best right. person there and you could get a shot. You know, if you're good you. enough. Yeah, totally. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go here. So I went to Rice, uh, was a environmental engineer major there, which was super dope and challenging, but great. Uh, yeah, we had some really successful years. My last uh, yeah. three years there, we won conference one year, went to three bowl games, and it was just a lot of fun. So, so when did you start? Like, when did you start? Like as a freshman? I started. Were you the field? I played my true freshman year, uh, but it was mainly That's all special also teams. Sick. Yeah, it was sick. Mainly all special teams, and okay. I had some plays. You know, as a safety, I was a free safety that year, um, and then I I ended up getting some injuries and medical redshirting my sophomore year. Okay. So then the year after that, I came in as a medical red, uh, a redshirt sophomore, sophomore, which right. was my junior academic year. Um, and then that year was when I started uh, – I started – I kind of traded time uh, with another strong safety. And, the, and then probably my junior – the year after that, my redshirt junior year is when I started. And then my redshirt senior year and junior year, I, I, I traded time with another another safety who was also okay. really, really good. And so uh, – but yeah, so I, I was I was captain my redshirt – captain of the team, my my – Richard senior year my final year that's so um, awesome and it was it was just great man it, it had a lot of fun incredible relationships rice is a really unique community it's a small people to know about rice it's a small uh private 
University in Houston, really, really high academic school, um, and D1 sports and everything. So it's just a, it's just a great, great school that I, I still give back to and contribute towards. And so, yeah, all right, here we are. So I finished in 2014. Okay. Professional kind of aspirations fizzle out. Right. I try out, but don't get any opportunities. And I was pretty surrendered to, to wherever that would take me. And that was kind of my answered prayer, honestly. Like just awesome. tell, tell me where to go, either which way. Right, seriously. Like, just help me out. Give me something. Just tell, me, go. Yeah. Just tell me. And yeah. so I was disappointed, but, you know, I was ready to, ready to go on because I had a lot of other things I wanted to do. And so, you know, that, that took me to this next phase of working in the corporate world. I was a, working as a civil engineer, and then I went into – went in – pursued a, a seminary degree. And so I was doing that part-time. I was doing a lot of ministry stuff and working. Um, and I was just staying athletic as well. So I found my way um, competing in a couple of like uh, competition shows. And some people have heard about it. So I competed on American Ninja Warrior one year. What? And I got passed on to another show on Netflix called The Ultimate Beastmaster. And so there's a That's super, wild. Super, shows, super crazy experience. That's so, I didn't know you were on American <laughs> Ninja Warrior. How did yeah. you do? I, I did okay. I did okay. My did you my make it past the jumping spider? Like I feel like that's always the one. That's that's one of the. Th I never made it to it. So that was my okay. Thing. The warp so based wall on though. Where I fell right before that. My excuse okay. for the reason not getting there was that they shoot the show at night, and based on where you are in the order of the people running, you could go earlier in the night or later than that. I ended up right. going late in the night, which was ended up being early the next morning. So I didn't run the course oh, at like four or five in the morning. Oh, and so it was just one of those things. I think it was just the worst case scenario in terms of trying to athletically perform in time. Right of, at 5 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I just feel like I gave the best I could where I was physically. And I felt like the city qualifiers that I, was performed, that I competed at, I felt like on obstacle four of six. And so there was okay. one more after that and that would take you to the warp wall. And then yeah. if you make it in the top 30, that takes you to the city finals, which right. I think the jumping, jumping spire I think was at that. It might have been at the next stage, but to say the least, I did okay. Right. I didn't make that's still awesome. I think that's awesome. That's um, so cool. And then they passed – honestly, so one thing people don't – a lot of reasons why people don't know I was on the show is because they actually didn't air me on the episode. Okay. Uh, which, honestly, I think what opened the door for me to go on this other Netflix show. Right. So they had some kind of crossover producers, and they pitched me over like, hey, there's this other show coming out if you want to – try out for it and compete on it. Let us know, put it in right. application and go through there. And so somehow I found my way on that show, <laughs> which was later <laughs> that year. And then, so that one's still streaming. It's pretty, it's a pretty cool show. It's a lot of, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to watch it yeah, as soon yeah, as we're yeah, done here. On season two of that. Okay. Um, and yeah. And so <laughs> life kept turning, just kept exploring things with still, still doing music and, and whatnot along the side, just helping leading song worship at church. And then, was playing cello at weddings here and there, but not really like, hey, this is my thing, like officially. Right. So the Bachelor thing came last fall. Uh, I got reached out to by a producer, uh, very again, a very kind of out of the blue kind of thing, and I was intrigued by it. I That was the last kind of show I, I ever envisioned myself being on. <laughs> right, you know, right. Like a dating show. But then they were like, okay, this is a, it's a music kind of spinoff show. Right, it was different. It was different. Yeah, yeah, so that was the thing that really kind of like, okay, well – I wouldn't honestly wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for the music component. Um, right. And so I was like, Hey, let me give it a shot and let me just try to be myself and, and show love to people. And, and you never know, you never know what can lead, where it can lead and what you can right. learn through it, the relationships you can build and whatnot, you know? And so that was kind of just my overall mentality going through it. And, 
Um, in short, it really that and a lot of other couple of things that happened uh, last year really inspired me and put me in a place of like, hey, I really want to give music a full time shot. Right. Um, I was close to moving to Austin. I have a lot of I have family and a lot of friends okay. in Austin, and that would have been a really easy move. But I wanted to move somewhere outside of Texas for the first time. And <laughs> right. Right. Grow and just in a new place. And right. Totally. And I that. feel like yeah, I feel like God opened up some great connections and just some clarity just to to make the the plunge out here. And it's been really great. So I've been here since July um, and it's been really rewarding. So there is That's my so cool. story. Up until I now like that. I honestly like how before you said like you were in a blessed environment, like that's so just awesome to realize like your surroundings helped you, like your family helped you to get to where you are. Like, I just think that's some, something so humble, like to say, so that's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. So let's talk a little bit more um about the bachelor because sure. last night it was on, like I was super into the bachelor. So they just like a producer, like what DM you on Instagram. I, I had a profile on one of these casting call websites. Okay. Uh, okay. And yeah, I just, I had, you know, all the different things I'd, I've done athletically, right. musically, kind of speaking roles and different things. I, I didn't really do too much with the profile, but essentially they found me through that and they shot me a message through there. And they're like, hey, yeah, we're, I'm a producer with ABC. We got this new show coming out. If you want to hear more about it, let us know. And I was like, oh, okay. That's so, so cool. Yeah. Part of me, I just, I, I really never try to shoot down an opportunity until I, you know, right. check it out for me or not, you know. And especially so something that's, that's on ABC. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, it's exactly. a cool thing. Like, I, I think that's super cool. Like, we, I've had a couple people from like The Bachelor and The Bachelor on the show, cool. and they always tell me that like half the time you're there, you're just like not doing anything. Yeah, you're talking and you're just hanging out. So like, right? I feel like your situation was different though. Like, so one was on the Bachelor, at one was on the Bachelor, um, yeah. and they were like, if we weren't doing anything, like we we're like There's doing so makeup do. or like, yeah, like, could you guys like at least like play the guitar? Or, oh yeah, or just okay. Yeah, so you were just like, if you weren't doing anything, you guys were just like a glee cast going after and just playing songs all the time. Oh yeah. What one thing that I wish they would have shown there just wasn't a lot of time to show everything, but I mean, right. we were jamming out all the time. Like we were, that's so cool. Just hanging out. Yeah. Cause, cause you don't have your, I mean, you're closed up from the world. Right. So that the mansion or wherever we're staying is the world that you're in. And right. Yeah. Thankfully you have our instruments and you have each other. And so you're just connecting right. and, and yeah, thankfully music was there to kind of be a therapy. Right. <laughs> you guys can't do, you can't do anything else. And so Could you, like, yeah, work out. Uh, you could work out. Yeah. So I worked okay. out in the, did a little workout in the mornings whenever we had time. And they always had right. kind of different things they wanted us to do filming. Right. Yeah. Uh, You're mic'd up yeah. all the time though. Yeah, basically. That's yeah. wild. See, <laughs> I like having a mic in front of me, but like at the same time, like, all the time would yeah, be man. nuts. Yeah. That's it's, crazy. It's definitely though. not your normal, normal daily life. No, <laughs> you were there. You left week three. So does that mean you were at the mansion for three weeks? You know, so the, they the filming schedule is not yeah, it's it's different it's a little different so the the overall the whole show was shot i think around maybe about three and a half weeks total it was a shorter okay. season and so i left at the beginning of episode three which was around maybe about a week into the show okay. yeah yeah, yeah so it just it was, wasn't for you so, yeah i mean i just wanted to be my honest self and then you know if you're not feeling uh completely drawn to someone in that kind of way and right. i mean you're not I, to me i wasn't going to force something that wasn't there you wasn't so there I, I yeah the one thing i wanted i came in with and i was doing my best to hold to was like how can i maintain my integrity this entire the entire experience right. and not be something that's not genuinely me 
It's right. Like, turn you kind of, into something. Yeah, that's kind of what the result was. Like, hey, as as you know, the the there was the you know a bit a bit of like the prompt, if you will, like, hey, you know, we're about to get in the competitions. You know, evaluate where you are with the person that you're coupled up with, and you know, I was like, yeah, I, I just don't feel like I can honestly continue on based on where I'm at with this person, and I, I had, totally uh, get that. Yeah, that's kind of where it was. To see, like, to be able yeah. to have that self awareness, though, I think is awesome. Like, thanks, I feel like thanks. there's a lot of people that could have been on the show that have been like, like, screw it. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna just stay on here so I can stay on ABC. Like, stay on yeah. TV. More people will know me. More people will figure it out. But I think that's so cool that you're, like, just had the self-awareness of that. Yeah, I just did my best. That was That's just my – You're impressive. I'm going to say that. I think you Thanks, are an incredibly man. impressive person. So my Thanks. next question is, what's up with your music, right? So you're in Nashville. What are you doing? Like, everything is – it's all shut down, right? Yeah. So what it's are you interesting. Doing? So the, the the interesting thing about I think the quarantine has been different for everyone. Right. Um, I think the one thing that it has been for entertain music and entertainment it has been I mean from a performance standpoint it's been very um, very transformational right it's it's closed down live shows but it's made it's forced people to try to find ways to adapt right uh, and still grow and the one thing that's always happening in the music is people are creating right and so. Yep as a songwriter and kind of in that space, you're always creating. And I think, you know, I think it's just open. So coming here was with the mindset of like, Hey, even though there's not, there's still live shows happening, very limited capacity, like limited right. in what they're happening as compared to what usually the writers rounds and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. There's still stuff happening yeah. and things are opening back up uh, right. even more. So kind of every week here, which is cool um, yeah. as things get a little more comfortable and more safe. Right. Um, but all that to say, everyone's still creating, everyone's still songwriting and, and Nashville is just one of those really tight knit and really great communities to get plugged into right. to network and yeah. And then create with others, collaborate. And so that was a really a big, uh, objective of mine coming here is like, I just want to be in a community of people that are all really good, mm -hmm. all have this mindset of wanting to grow and create great music. Um, and I'm going to be able to grow and learn from the people I meet around here. And so that's kind of my attitude coming in. It's just like create a great community of people around me, uh, build, build relationships in that kind of way. And then also just create music all the same. And so that's, and it, it's as creatively open as that sounds. And so thankfully, yeah, things are still, things aren't completely frozen here. Things are opening right, back good. up, looking out and moving around. And so there's still a lot to do here, which is cool. Right. So what's, what's the plan? Like, are you have like any shows lined up that you're going to try and do soon? Uh, sure. Any new songs you're thinking about dropping? You want to like hint, hint for the motivation listeners? Cool. Or yeah. What's up? Yeah. So, you know, performing out here, I, I do have like one cool little rooftop show coming out uh, this coming Saturday. I don't think it'll be live streamed. I might try to live stream it on Instagram. If you live stream maybe. it, I will pop it everywhere. Hey, thanks. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I might, if I do, it'll be on my IG on okay. IG live so yeah so uh that's I'll awesome that i will be so watching be, i will be watching hey, dope. Thanks, if it's man. there so it'll be this saturday night and uh but yeah so there's always kind of different uh live performance opportunities that come up around uh here and there um different writers rounds that i'm trying to get plugged into so that's kind of just like as they come i'm gonna find myself in there and then if people want to know what i'm doing i usually update them uh, update and shoot things right. on instagram so that'll okay, be my cool. plug there but then awesome. yeah, I have a we lot plug of plug everywhere, man. I like that. I like Appreciate that. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, yeah, I have a lot of music coming out. I I have a lot I'm working on. Um, 
I, I released a song a couple weeks ago called Take Me Away, which is which was a which was kind of like a song that I was it was a cool it's a cool song. It, it was a song that I didn't honestly didn't think I was gonna release at all. But I was like, you know, it's kind of like it came as a result of you know me reflecting on the quarantine times, right, you know, and right. so I have Perfect time. Uh, yeah. I have three other songs that are going to come out on a small EP, including the song I released the other week. Uh, and at the in a couple of weeks, I'm going to release that EP. And so it's again, it's kind of like how I see it. It's kind of like a uh, a musical journal for me to where it's like, right. yeah, this is if people. Oh, excuse me. Uh, if people, <laughs> it's it's a bit of my answer to like, hey, how, how are you feeling about quarantine and all the things that are happening this year? And I feel like this is a a, a decent answer about where I I'm like at. that. Um, That's so yeah, much fun. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Again, it's kind of creating and letting music kind of be that that outlet uh, for me. Right. I like that. Okay, mm-hmm. so I'm going to ask two final questions. Cool. One, so I always ask people, right, I'm a big country music guy, but I like all types of music. Awesome. What songs are you listening to right now? Like, what's your jam? What's your go-to? Oh, man. So I listen to a lot of music as well. Um, ooh. Some of my go-to stuff. It's a great question. It's a tough question. Wait, I know it uh, always throws people off. They're like, what are you talking does. about? Like I had this CrossFit Games champion on oh, the sick. other day. And he, I asked him, like, what kind of music goes? He was like, I did not expect that question. Yeah. <laughs> well, I always try to be ready because I'm always listening to something. Um, right. But So I'm listening. So there's one artist by the name of Kevin Garrett. Um, he's a cool artist. I've if you know about him, you know about him kind of guy. Right. Um, he's he's kind of in this end of like R&B soul with some kind of lo-fi pop vibe. It's an interesting feel, but he's a okay. really, really talented artist that I find a lot of inspiration from in terms of kind of – I think as of late – I've listened to him for a while, but as of late, I've kind of been listening to, to, to a good number of his stuff. And then I'll also, I'll also shout out another artist uh, – I feel like I'm always popping around a bunch of different stuff all the time. Like on the way to my, I'm in a soccer league out here. That's <laughs> so that's so much fun. And I love those types dope. of leagues. And uh, I was, I mean, I was listening. Yeah, you know, I was listening to a lot of like trap, right stuff. Like that's probably. I'm gonna be honest chance. though. Like yeah. I, that's kind of not fair. Like if I would see you out like in like a random <laughs> soccer league, yeah, and I was going up against you. I'm like, right, this is kind of bullshit. Like this is like. <laughs> A division one football players showing up here oh, like thing. how do i compete oh man soccer is different though soccer is it, it it's, right it's a whole different animal than football, it is a whole different is... sport like as football players i feel like we're always like ah the soccer team whatever but like <sighs> oh, man, then no, you no, play it no. i was like oh my gosh oh it's different but it's, it's been fun so much so anyways harder. i was i just said that because me and i on the way over there and y'all listen to like brian till uh bryson tiller and and, yep. and drake and Get you, get you ready to go. Yeah, some, something a little more energy in that kind of way. Uh, Mac Miller, business on a lot. Yep. Mac Miller, yep. that kind of end. So it kind of changes in with the vibe that I'm going in. With the mood. Uh, with the mood. And then kind of even, even if I'm trying to write something, I'll, I'll find like, hey, this is what I'm trying to – this is kind of the sound I really sound enjoy. Sound you're looking for. Okay. So I was listening to a lot of Leon I – I just came from a little uh, co-writing session right before this, and I was listening to a lot of Leon Bridges on the way over there and okay. some Fleetwood Mac and yeah. like just a combination of stuff. So it's right. – there's a lot of different vibes I go through in terms of music inspiration. So that's so cool. But just like, there. I love that. I honestly, I've had a couple of people that are like songwriters and stuff. Like Willie yeah. Shaw is a big favorite of mine. He's down in Nashville. And awesome. to hear your guys' stories of like how you write music and how it comes to you 
it just honestly blows me away of how yeah. much it just comes to you guys of like, I like, how do you write a song? Like, yeah. it's just, it just kind of comes to you. Yeah. I think that's so cool. Thanks. I'm going to write a song. You should. I'm going to write a song. I'm looking still for somebody to sing it. I'm going to write, I just have to write it. Come on. It's going to be called, do you, you want to know what it's called? <laughs> I'm curious. Let me know. 70 sad beers. 70 sad beers. 70 sad beers. So okay. it would be like a breakup song. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like a funny song, I don't know the kind of vibe, but I just have to like put it on paper. But I think I Do have it. to drink like 70 sad beers to get Ooh. it to, like be right. It's It's got that song songwriter sounding right. vibe of a song title. So I think you could Maybe. do it, man. Keep me posted on the progress. I will. I'm, I, if, you know, I'm going to write it. I'm going to send it to you and then we're going to come back on here and then we'll sing. I can't sing, but we'll sing okay. it together. We can sing it together. That sounds I'm good. I'm looking I'm forward to it. So excited. Okay, last question. Yeah. This is a motivation magnet, right? We're always trying just to make somebody happy, somebody smile, and that. just to give somebody one piece of advice, right? So if you had one piece of advice to give, whether that be to about your songwriting or football or anything like that, what would it be for the people listening? One word of advice I would share with people Um and I think of I think of it in in a uh, from like a bird's eye view of my journey overall. I'll share one thing that uh, I didn't share in my story, but last November, last December, right when I was deciding on going on the Bachelor, now my mom passed away from cancer. I'm sorry and to hear at, that. At the beginning of last December, thanks. Uh, and it was, and right at the same time, my older brother, who's an incredible athlete musician, myself. He'd been going through a lot of challenges mental health wise and mm-hmm. he had been distan- distancing himself a little more and more because it was just hard just you know, right. bearing with my mom's health and things. And so he kind of packed up and left. And so he's been out of touch since then as well. Um, and so him being out and then my mom being being has passed on, it's been a, a completely different world. Right. Um, but the one thing that I think I always, one of the many things I hold on that really, really puts me at a place of, of kind of introspection and, and, and really strong perspective on life is maintaining a solid uh, grasp on gratitude. Um, and I think people talk about it a lot, but I think it, it really is, it really changes a lot. And so gratitude in, in such a way that me realizing that, man, even, even just having being able to see another day is a blessing, right? Having, right. Amen. I think it's easy to to take for granted uh, what seems to be little things, but there are things that change everything. Um, having a, a roof over your head, all these different things. Like, what does it mean to maintain gratitude for the things that you have, things that you do have, to change your attitude, to change your perspective on on your journey and where you're at now? Um, because that does take you in a place of like, okay, man, things aren't going well today, but I'm grateful. That I, that I do get to persevere through these challenges because that's going to make me better on the other side, right? So it's right. to me, this is kind of the, the mentality I really try to embrace in the, in the face of challenges, in the face of hardships of like, okay, you know, what is God trying to make me into through these challenges and how can I maintain this sense of like, wow, I still have so much here. It could right. be so much worse. I uh, a that. lot of people have a lot of, uh, a lot more challenging life experiences than I do. And so, I always try to take a step back and take a breath and take a beat um, and, and really try to main, keep myself in a place of just really humble gratitude. Like, wow, life is short. Let me let me be grateful for the things I do have 
um, and it help help extend that sense of, of of gratitude to others so they can try to have that same attitude and that that really changes so many things so that's my one word I'd, I'd give to people I absolutely love that like Thanks, seriously I told I'm on the same page of like not every day is guaranteed you yeah. can't think about yesterday and you don't have to worry yeah. about tomorrow you just got to focus on where you're at and just be happy with everything that yeah. you get right yeah I absolutely love that great man especially this, in this awesome. year and everything's so oh my gosh right so much seriously Real, so. The little things of like going out to a restaurant or going to a concert, like right. when it's all taken, you don't know what you had until it's gone. So exactly. I love that. Exactly. Listen, Gabe, this was awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, 70 sad beers. I'm going to send it to you <laughs> and <laughs> we're going to write it. Okay. I'm so excited again. Thank you so much. Come on. This is tons of fun. Thanks Alex. Huge shout out to Gabe for coming on the show. That guy is freaking awesome. I could listen to him talk all the time. He has some just incredible words of wisdom, and I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. But for the rest of this show, let's talk a little bit about self-care some more. Uh, I think it's something that we all need to focus on just a little bit more, put a little bit more time into it, right? I said this last week, you can't pour from an empty pitcher, right? So if you're trying to take care of a bunch of people all the time, that's awesome, right? I think we should live to serve others. But to be able to serve others, we have to take some time for ourselves and regroup every once in a while, right? We are in such stressful times, and I think that we just need to sit back, relax, and take a deep breath. Deep breath, right? Just relax. Know that we're going to get through all this. There is light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm always here for you guys if you ever need somebody to talk to, and I mean that. Reach out to me. All my information is on my website. It's on Instagram, Twitter. Seriously, like if you need somebody to talk to, like, or just to like distract you for a little bit, right? And like you listen to the podcast and you're like, you want to just shoot the shit about anything, I'm down. Like, seriously, hit me up. Let's talk. But take some time for yourself and just relax this weekend. Like, I don't know what that is for you. For me, I love going and getting a massage. I love going for walks with my dog. I just like, cutting out of social media for a little bit, right? Like it's so, that's so much all the time. And I say that as somebody who posts on social media all the time, that it can be a lot and just overwhelming at times. So take a second, put your phone away, put your computer away, take your Apple watch off, right? I have my watch on me all the time and it's just like constantly like a buzz, like a Twitter update, something. And it's just, it's a lot sometimes. And I think that we all just need to take a step back from that and put it away, go for a walk, watch your Netflix show, like eat a box of cookies, you know, go to the gym, do some yoga, meditate, relax. I don't know what it is for you. I know those are some of the things that I like to do, you know, like go to the gym, sit on the elliptical for a while, relax, uh, just sweat it all out, right? My frustrations, my stress, my anxiety. Um, so that's what I want you guys to do this week, to just take that break for yourself this week and try and make the time for what you want to do, for what's going to make you feel good. Whatever that is, try and do it, right? And like I said before, if you need somebody to talk to, you want somebody to distract you, you want to go get a drink, like I'm always down to just go shoot the shit with whoever. So seriously, hit me up and we'll get through that, okay? You guys are awesome. Like I, I know I say that to you all the time, but I truly, truly 
appreciate all of you guys for taking the time out of your day to listen to this show. And hopefully I, I hope that you get something out of it, right? That's the whole reason that I am doing this is to take one person's day and make it just a tad bit better. If we can make a thousand people's day better, that'd be even better. So let's do that. Let's do that together. Let's go out of our way to make people happy. Let's open the door for somebody. If somebody cuts you off, don't flip them off while you're driving, right? Wave at them. Relax, you know? If somebody like if somebody's not going at a red light, give them a second, right? We don't need to just hammer on our horn right away. We never know what somebody else is going through, okay? If somebody cuts you in line at the grocery store, I had somebody do that to me today, and I was waiting in line for like 10 minutes, and somebody just goes, scoop, right through, but it's okay. Like I, I have the time to wait. I don't know what is going on in that person's life. They need to get out. Totally cool. So I think that's something that we all need to do, right? Just relax, be nice to people. Let's go out of our way to make somebody's day. Okay. And let's start by doing that with yourself. Make your day, make yourself happy. Cause I, I know it. Like when I feel happy, I want to go make other people feel that same sense of joy. So let's do that for each other. Let's take a moment for ourselves, get back in our zone, get back in our Zen, and then go out and deliberately try and make somebody's day. Okay. Does that sound good? I know it sounds good to me. Let's do these five daily reminders. I want you guys to know that number one, you are amazing. And I truly, truly, truly mean that. Number two, you can achieve anything. Just look at all these stories of people that put their dreams. I think Dave Portnoy is a very controversial figure, but I freaking love that guy. And he started from the bottom and now looking we're like hundred million dollar guy, right? So you really can achieve anything you want to do and just know that find your example of that and try and live up to that. Number three, positivity is a choice. Make the right choice. I know, I know, I know it's hard to make that choice sometimes. And it's just easy that like sometimes it's just not our day, but let's work hard and make a deliberate choice to have the positivity and let's make it the right choice. Number four, your limitations are only in your imagination, right? I think this really goes along with number two of you can achieve anything, but don't set limitations on yourself. If you want to be an astronaut, I think that's so cliche, like not astronaut, but if you want to go to Harvard, like you're a high school, you want to go to Harvard, you want to be the CEO of your company you're working at. You don't want to work at the job you're working on right now. You're like, I hate this job. I don't want to do it anymore. I want to do something else. Go do it. Don't set limitations on yourself. Like make yourself happy. Number five, don't settle, period. Know your self, self, did I say self, self worth. Okay. Know it, know it, don't settle, period. Okay? You guys are awesome. I seriously, 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 seriously. Let me say it again. I seriously mean that. But that's the end of the show. That's a wrap. Uh, if you haven't followed the Instagram page, it's at the underscore motivation underscore magnet. Why did I just blank on my own Instagram name? I don't know. And if you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please do so. Like it, give it five stars, share it with somebody, and let's keep making this world a better place. But number one this weekend, I want you to take time for yourself. Make yourself happy. Do something. Just if it's such a little thing, do a little thing for yourself. Okay? Self-care. Let's get it. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. Cheers.